0: So here's what happened, okay? Make sure you're on the edge of your seat for this story. It's gonna I'm on excite. The
1: edge, I'm on the edge of my standing table.
0: Excite chess players, uh, those involved in any form of tech, whether it's software development, server management, uh, regardless of the tech stack you work in. And it, it, it's even going to excite uh, those who are just addicted to high levels of drama about what happened today on the day that we are recording this podcast, which is the day of our Title Tuesday, our biggest monthly event that we hold. Oh my god! O M G! Are you ready?
1: I'm I'm holding on multiple hands on my standing desk. So I am firmly
0: grasped. We hold Title Tuesday events, which are the only event on the web where. Professional chess players can earn cash. We, we put a lot of money into these events. Um, and, you know, with the investments we've made into cheat detection and fair play, we feel like we can do it. And, and this is the, those are the reasons why most people never did it before is because, you know, they just couldn't necessarily handle the environment. But we've been doing these Title Tuesdays for a couple of years. Long story short, they've grown into kind of the biggest monthly thing on the web. They're awesome. Okay. Today, Magnus pings me. I don't know if you know that. Okay, first terms, first name basis with my boy, M-Town. The Magnus. Uh, Magtown. Um, so he pings me on Skype. He wants to play. Hikaru's playing. So that's literally the number one and number two chess celebrities in the world playing in this event. Magnus and Hikaru. Maxine. Uh Maxi- I mean, everybody else I name is like a footnote after that. Even MBL, who's number three in the world. And I- it's just crazy, right? So everybody and their cousin is getting set to play in our Title Tuesday event. We have more than 200 plus titled players. And what the, a titled player in the chess world is a big deal because these are professionals. These are the cream of the crop. Everything is set to go. I send out a few tweets. I'm getting excited. I even had a chance to use a Matrix gif, which is like the Morpheus is fighting Neo one, right? Where everyone's going to run in and get all excited because uh, it's a big deal. Morpheus is fighting Neo.
1: It's a good gif. It's a good gif. It means it's been like it's about to go down.
0: It's about to go down, right? It's on. It's going down. Moments after that tweet, and literally, um, I think a minute, maybe a minute or two into the first round of the event, the entire live server crashes. Our live oh my server goodness. crashes. No. Uh, like, it, it crashes, and I'm. You know, I, I'm literally pulling up in the car. I sent my tweet from the restaurant, which is like 30 seconds from my office. I'm pulling up in the car. I see the, the buzz going nuts in Slack, everybody in the live client room. We've got all kinds of rooms, right? You got the live chess client room handles the front end side of stuff, which for those who don't speak developer language, that's like what you see in your browser and how things look, that's the front end in, in terms of like website management, right? And, and so there's the UI, which is user interface and you, the user experience and the languages that run the front in are often you know we ours is in javascript and so i'm speaking a little bit of tech james for those who kind of don't have that background mm-hmm. so people are going nuts in the front end room what's going on is it you know the server room is really the one that we know is where the action is going to be because this is a server side hosted event so whatever happened to crash the entire server in the middle of this title tuesday we got to get to the bottom of this he i I don't even know where to go with the story from here. This is not... None of this is even the crazy part of the story. the it, <laughs> it Literally, up. I have been... Uh, this podcast recording started, and I'm literally coming down off of one of the most stressful hours of my life. So at least as far as chess.com goes. So I've got Magnus pinging me, Hikaru's barking at me, uh, a million other title players who are, you know, Grandmaster Jorg Meyer from Germany, International Master Lauren. These, everyone's just going nuts with me on Skype because people always assume that I do everything at chess.com, right? I write the code, I host the shows, I do everything. You
1: you are chess.com. Right. When people think <laughs> and so, chess.com, they think Danny.
0: So so everyone's going nuts. I'm like, all right, hold on. And, I, and I, I do handle these things much more calmly and more maturely than I used to, believe it or not. I, I don't, you know I, I know like not to lose my cool or get too negative with the team especially in the middle of the crisis i know to not make false promises with people who aren't really involved in the tech of what's going on with it cuz you know none of us really know so i'm i'm sort of like handling this very calmly expecting this has happened before i mean when you when you when you run major events on a massive server that hosts you know more than 2 million games are played every day on our website more than yeah, 2 million a lot chess of, games are i mean a lot things like this happen Yep. Right? So, you know, let's just say S happens, right? Server crashes happen. And and so I'm expecting things to go okay and things will get back online. I kind of call Magnus and, and Hikaru and, and things are going okay. Um, And I'm in the live server room and watching this conversation take place. We have commands in place for the, for, you know, for the for like a an administrator, right, of the server to sort of override things on the client end. They don't have to go into the back end of the live chess server. They can just like type in a command and it should reschedule something. Um, Minimum is 15 minutes out. That's just like a server time we set. So you can basically restart anything within 15 minutes and everyone can rejoin. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to do this and nothing is working. Like none of these commands that we have used a million times are working. There's no... Um and and this this conversation is raging on. People are looking for small typos. We're looking for you know is it is it um you know are we you know typing in the wrong sort of you know title players equals true equal you know this equals that. It's like you know this like massive server style command, right? Yeah, it's and, like an uppercase versus
1: out. a lowercase versus a slash exactly. versus a backslash. Dude, yeah anything. every
0: single one of those was literally discussed and more. Right? <laughs> it, it was every single one of those and more. Are you missing a parenthesis around a? word? Word, yeah. Right, it, mm-hmm. it could be anything. Right, we, we we for sure. Part of the problem is you spend so much time like assuming obvious human error that you never consider like bigger picture problems. And okay, so none of that's working. Um, you know, we're going into the. You know, we're making sure. It, it, are we trying to do this on beta? Is it is it a, is it a permissions issue? Is it is it we're starting it on the wrong server because we have you know seven different servers we're pushing code to chess.com. You've got staging and preview and production yeah, 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 and all, all these the things. Lanes. Like, yep. So. Well, nothing is working and in the meantime i'm getting pinged by these guys on on skype and and things are just absolutely going bananas right it is like the most embarrassing moment and and it, it's happening on a day where literally the world champion i mean he plays in one or two of these events a year yeah. he likes our events he just doesn't play online that much and so like it's happening on a day where like literally the entire world's eyeballs are have, have like turned to the server
1: Mm-hmm. It's like a make or break moment for well, online chess. It, right.
0: I mean, not necessarily, and I have to remind myself of that. That like the bigger <laughs> picture of things is now that Magnus is playing in the event. I'm literally watching his game right now in round two as he destroys. Uh, who is he destroying now? Let me see. He is destroying. Uh, I don't know who he's destroying. International Master Artua. That's his username, but whatever. Um, Hikaru's playing right now. I'm going to follow. I'm going to bring up Hikaru's game. See, Hikaru's beating down somebody with a username called Real Boy. Strange. Hmm. Okay.
1: Interesting. Um, yeah.
0: He's a real boy, apparently.
1: He's a real boy. Not not, a, not so, an imaginary boy. Real boy.
0: I know we have a lot more to get to on this podcast, so, but I just have to finish this. So
1: I'm ready. So, I'm, I'm still it, holding on.
0: It's crazy, right? So we can't figure this out. And and I'm chatting with Eric privately. I'm like, we have got to handle our crisis manager situations. How is this like us? How is this? How is it that we can't even figure out the why of this server issue? And again, here's Danny on his podcast sharing way more about the back end of what's going on at (laughs) chess.com than he should. And we're looking at graphs where you can literally see the spike in traffic of people coming in and then the spike falling, right? It goes from, you know, 32,000 people in live chess, which is great. It's like a high volume of traffic. Then you see this massive massive spike and then a massive drop down to zero. And so we're trying to figure out what happened. And and herein lies the answer. So... Eventually we figure out how to restart the, uh, the tournament, but it, it is more than an hour late. We, we do it oh by basically gosh. going, you know, we end up going into like the back end where someone's like literally swimming through the matrix code, right? I can imagine Nick, our, our developer in Ukraine, he's swimming and it's 3 a.m. there in Ukraine, right? And he, and he's swimming through the matrix code and like literally like inserts this piece of code in the live chess server that forces, forces the event to start. Okay. So the event starts in 15 minutes. Here, there's so many great parts of the end of the story. One, the moment it starts, these these players are so excited about playing in our event that Magnus informed me on Skype that the event was back on.
1: <laughs> he he
0: pings me and goes, "Hey, I he's see like, the it's tournament on. Back. It's good.
1: Let's do, I'm ready. I'm ready." Yeah, he's I'm like, ready. "It's Let's back on." This. I'm like, "Oh,
0: really?" And I look back. I'm like, "Yeah, you're right." Join, join. I mean, I I like I shared this whole Skype conversation with him with my team because they all thought it was hilarious, right? And everybody. Everybody rejoined. Every super grandmaster. So I, I, I tweeted, That's and we'll amazing. put a link. We'll put a link to the tweet here in the uh, in the show notes and mods. You can go check it out now to see. So you know what, I, know that I'm telling this whole very truthful story. You can see I, I tweeted a poll. I said, "What's crazier about this server crash? Right, the fact that it happened, the fact that it happened randomly on like a day of our biggest event, a TT event, or the fact that all of these title players actually stuck around and played, even though it was more than an hour late, right?" just absolutely bananas. So back to the cause. I think you may know where this is going, but here's what's amazing. The reason the spike happened and the, which crashed our our server and, and we still don't know why the commands broke. Okay. But the reason the spike happened to crash our server, it was a, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy because the traffic was sourced to the link that I tweeted. And it wasn't that like a million people just click on it because, I mean, chess isn't that popular, but there are all kinds of like bots and things on Twitter. Like whenever there's posted links that sort of check out and validate these types of mm-hmm. links. And, mm-hmm. and this communication caused like a massive network error Whoa, where that's weird. It, it just the weirdest thing, right? And and we we tweet links all the time. Um, it's not like this should have it should it didn't just happen because of Magnus Carlsen, right? It was just like a weird bug that we you know something obviously changed in the way that we're you know populating those links into Twitter. I don't know what it was searching for or what, but something terrible happened, and it was and the traffic was traced back to my tweet um, about the event. So what? mind that blown. And again, now sense. round That's round crazy. three has round three has begun. Oh and, my gosh. Uh, and there you go. Sorry, hey everybody, welcome to Coffee House Blunders with James and James and Danny. The show goes on.
1: So, so you're calm now. You're you're everyone's calm. Everyone's collective. Everything is smooth.
0: Um, I'm, I'm monitoring the uh, the Slack rooms now as we continue to discuss. They're uh, they're diving into the server team is diving into. Um, a number of things at once, you know, why, why were we unprepared to handle this? We've done this before and why, you know, what, what was wrong with our, our sort of our, our fail-safe systems? Um, what caused the crash and, uh, and inevitably it'll come around to how do we prevent this in the future, but some, some crazy stuff going on, right. They're starting to get real beyond Danny's head here. I, I don't, I mean, somebody's about to start, I don't know what's going on. It's algorithms and weird server numbers. And it's time for me to black out and get back to content
1: my my assumption was you're like you're about to see where this is going because we obviously had more than two 2.1 billion people people and overflowed in 32 on the on the server
0: <laughs> yeah that no, was my I,
1: assumption immediately going on
0: oh but you remember that that happened to us a few months ago actually already. Yeah, yeah
1: with the apps or whatever yeah
0: yeah with the app but uh, we, we had the two point whatever that I had it memorized there for a week two point one Two billion one hundred sixty-seven million something something four hundred forty-three thousand or something. I don't know.
1: Very close. Yes, but only uh, a few million you. off. But yeah, yeah, very close. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. That that is that is. Um, I thought my my morning was hectic, but no, no, not at all. I don't even. I can't even. Can't even talk about anything that happened in the last week because nothing will now compare to. That
0: yeah, you can that. talk. I love, Come on, share. share I. I mean, I love
1: that everyone jumped back into the game. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. That is. What what good sports though, right? Yeah, like that. absolutely
0: oh amazing. Um, oh my goodness! And uh, obviously, super appreciate. I mean, I was and I was talking with Magnus, and he was super cool about it. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm really sorry. You know, I, I'm like literally speechless right now, and s- excuses don't matter. But thanks for and. But he's like super chill, and he, he he was like, yeah, don't worry about it. I mean, I lost seven rating points because when the server kicked me, I forfeited that game. So that's <laughs> oh, irritating. No. So he's like, his rating goes from you know three thousand. 162 to like 154 or something and anyway so but he he was just teasing actually so anyway it all all's well that ends well kind of an interesting story for those who care about the back ends of whether it's relationships with the world's chess elite or you know server problems i got 99 problems and one of them to my server on chess.com you know i mean however you want to take that story but that's that's uh that was my tuesday what about you buddy go ahead and share I don't know I just want to be the guy
1: in the Ukraine that like just inserts the server code to reboot and he's like and I'm going on break aka to sleep <laughs> you know <laughs> like that's <laughs> just like what a great day oh my goodness yeah, uh, someone's getting a raise someone's getting a someone's, raise someone's getting in trouble that's what's happening
0: yeah, that that's how it works right
1: yeah i i don't you know it's been really crazy i'm back in the states now um, i don't have any crazy Stories. I'm still trying to like readjust. I don't know. It's it's hard being away for two weeks. You know, it's funny. I've been playing a lot more people on 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 the apps on Chess.com, and people are asking me. You know, listeners of the show, they're asking me. like, You know, they're all kicking my butt, of course. But they're like, you know, where are you at? What are you up to? Blah blah blah. You know, as they're following my adventure, I'm like every week, everyone gets this little. Where in the world is James? Yeah, and I'm, I'm home. World. I'm home for a week and then I go to New York and then I'm almost done, I think, hopefully. But yeah, it's been it's been it's been really nutty. It's really cold in Seattle. It's it was in the 30s as a high this last weekend, which is really crappy. And then, t- you know, I know you live in the great state of Arizona that doesn't that doesn't believe in daylight savings time, which is how the whole world should be.
0: You're, dar- you're but- right. It doesn't. <laughs> Because it's it's a made up mythical thing. You, You know, what's funny about that is everyone says like, yeah, Arizona is those weirdos who don't celebrate daylight savings times. And I'm like, we're the only ones who don't change our clocks. Like, honestly, like, it's the best thing ever. I don't stress at all about this whole time management saving thing.
1: Yeah, I woke up on I woke up on Sunday and like four 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 like all all my clocks, my phones, my oven, like the computer, everything had a different time. Everything was like I don't know what time it is. I don't even know what time it is. I'm like, is it (laughs) ten o'clock? Is it nine o'clock? Is it five in the afternoon?
0: Like like, I don't don't know what time it is, man.
1: Yeah, is is the sun out? I I don't know. I can't tell because it's dark at four o'clock in the afternoon. But it's it's like the worst time because like. It's already getting really dark here early in Seattle, and now it gets dark at like four o'clock. So we're recording around what? 2.30, 3.30 your time. It's going to be dark by the time we're done podcasting. So it's that kind of rough time of season, and it doesn't help that I just got back from south america which is very sunshine they're the opposite of us so it's very my body doesn't really know what's going on we were in downtown seattle on sunday and it was so weird like it was three o'clock and there was nobody out and we're like i like the market was closing but like they don't close till five i was like did someone not get the notification about the, the the time changing like and heather goes you know well, everyone just thinks it's five o'clock to start closing because it's five o'clock darkness already at three right. o'clock, you know, right. it's just in this rolling thing. But I will say, I hate daylight savings time. If we record this podcast for 18 years, every year I'll complain about it because it's the worst thing ever. And you know I mean, what's actually, funny
0: too is you're, you're from like your hometown connections are from the only two states that don't celebrate it and don't honor daylight savings, Ohio and Arizona.
1: No, we, we do it in Ohio. Really? Yeah, you're thinking of in there's Indiana,
0: Indiana. Okay, I thought it yep. was Ohio. I was I was trying to tie back this weird nope. like Twilight Zone do do moment doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. for James and and Close. I failed.
1: No no no. But, I, uh, I I oh, I suffered for 19 years of my life and then yeah. I, I didn't know what I had, Danny. You didn't know until it was Scotty gone. didn't
0: know. Motzi didn't know.
1: <laughs> didn't know. I didn't know what that hour meant to me until right. it was gone. It, it was like, would have been funny, though, if you would have said like, and then the server bug was because of daylight savings times. Damn oh my you, daylight gosh. savings times. I wonder
0: <laughs> if that's partly it. I have to say that in the chat. One second.
1: Is it because of this daylight savings time issue? I don't know. I don't know. It could be. It could be. Who knows? I mean, ideally, we would think that it'd be over by then. But I'll continue my story of how much I hate this, the whole daylight savings time. But it's Go not only it. a problem for developers, because time zones are really crazy. Like I have Colleagues that are in India and they have it like in the middle, like their time zones are and a half an hour. Like that's bonkers to me. That's like somewhere right now, we're recording at 2 30, but somewhere in India, it's like. 9 p.m., like a whole right. nine and a half hours ahead of time. Like, that's right. crazy. And then we spend so much money on not only time zones, but daylight savings time itself. It's actually absolutely ridiculous to, to really fathom. And there's all these libraries, there's all these helper things, and I never get it right. It's always a pain in the butt. Everyone solved it a thousand times. But I would say like it's kind of depressing in Seattle now just because it's starting to get grayer, darker, um, and... I don't know. It's, it's we're trying to find some ways to, to um, to do more things before it gets dark, which is hard when it gets dark at four o'clock because now that we got to be up at like five a.m. So we're trying to get up earlier. We're trying to go do stuff, and that's our new goal. I think because I've I've lived here a long time. This is going to be my sixth or seventh winter at this point in, in my life, and coming from Seattle, our Seattle or Washington listeners can appreciate just, you know, you got to get up early. You got to try to not sit down and just watch stranger things all night. Um, that's what we've been doing. So that, And that's the problem, right? Because the problem is, what do you want to do when it's 40 degrees outside and it's dark and it's kind of eerie? You want to watch Stranger Things for about 18 yeah. hours.
0: No, you want to you dive even deeper into that eeriness so that there's a chance that after you watch it, you can walk outside and try to scare yourself into believing it's actually happening, you know, exactly. something on the <laughs> exactly. show. Anything that makes me feel that thrill, right, of adrenaline, like, oh my God, is there actually a monster there? You know, you don't feel that as much as an adult as you do as a kid. Yeah, you know, because yeah. you're like, oh, now I don't believe in anything anymore, darn it. Um, but I hear you. I hear you on on the whole daylight savings. I hear you on the process of uh, of you know the way you're trying to rearrange your life and schedule to do that.
1: Um, I do gotta I say, look, Danny, it feels good just to be home. Like I was gone for a long time. We yeah, recorded like Where what, were you? Podcasts. And
0: and what's what's the plan now? Where in the world is Mozzie San Diego right now? So
1: so I was, We we recorded I think in Mexico, and then we recorded in. I was in Brazil for like a week and then I went to Chile. I went to Santiago, which was absolutely stunning. It was, it was gorgeous. It was very lovely. Uh, And I was there for about three or four days. And then I did this. You ready for this? I got a story for you. I got a story for you. So I'm originally leaving Saturday night at a 1030 o'clock flight. And this was from Chile, which is very far from Seattle. That is very, it's like 6,000. 7,000 miles, I'm very far sure the, away.
0: The natives call it Chile, but yes, go ahead.
1: Chile, Chile, <laughs> oh, I'm Chile, just kidding,
0: Chile. I don't care. <laughs> San,
1: Santiago, Chile.
0: Native and, tongue for old wooden ship. All right, good.
1: <laughs> and so I was leaving on Saturday originally, and I would leave at 10 30 at night, fly into DFW, make my layover, get home around one in the afternoon. So here's what happens There's, I love telling airport stories, I love telling this. So my colleague is like, "Hey, we don't really actually have anything on Saturday anymore. I'm going to try to leave on Friday." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. Like that sounds good. Um, let me call up the airline now." Five days earlier, I had upgraded to first class. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you
0: did. You got that upgrade, boy. Sorry, <laughs> hashtag
1: treat yourself. Am on I not, a am I not supposed flight. to get
0: really excited every time you add little things to the story? I'll, I'll be quiet. You, you should.
1: No, you should. Because you should. it was my <laughs> first time ever. Flying business class internationally ever oh,
0: in my life. Yeah, right. You know,
1: I i, I wanted to experience that full lay down, that full, and I'll tell you about this experience because it was glorious. Mm-hmm. But so I had upgraded to that ticket because it wasn't too much more expensive. And in our policies at Microsoft, let you do that um, based on the time of the flight. And this was a 14 hour flight. So it's quite long, um, including even longer with the layover. So I go, okay, I'll call the airline and I'll see what I can do because it's just a day earlier and this is on Friday. So I want to leave that day. And I call them up and they go, well, that'll be an extra $2,000. They're like, there's none of your ticket available.
0: And you said, so, uh,
1: what? Yeah. I said, I said, Oh, you just can't do like a change fee. And they're like, no, it's $2,000 extra. And that's like, Oh, I can't do that. Right. Um, they're like, but call us back because sometimes these airlines hold on to inventory. So I go, okay, I'm going to call back at like six o'clock. So I call back at six o'clock. And the flight's at 9.30 because of the time difference or whatever. Like they shifted everything an hour. So I'll call back at 9 or 6 o'clock, 6.30. And I'm searching around. I'm searching around the interwebs, this and that. And I'm like, okay, well, what happens if they don't have any more tickets? Can I get on a different flight? Well, there's one other flight to possibly get me home, which was instead of going to DFW, go to Miami. And then go to Miami, go to somewhere else, and then somewhere else, go to Seattle. And I'm like, that'll be terrible, but I'll just call. So I call the guy back. And like, I'm like half packed just in case of emergency, got to shoot out the door. And I call him back and he's like, no, no more tickets left. I'm like, I got this crazy idea. What if I fly from here to Miami, Miami to Orlando, Orlando to Seattle, like we'll make it happen. And he goes. No, can't do that, but I could. He's like, he's like, actually, he's like, he's like, there's this other flight that is at nine to go to Miami. That may work because they do have a seat available. And I go, okay, that, that sounds great. And I'm getting really excited. He's like, oh, here's what I, he's getting, he, like, he's, right. getting excited, he's getting excited.
0: Right? Right? Don't you love that when somebody else is getting into it and you're like, dude, you're not the one flying business class here?
1: Yeah, but. he's like geeking out because I talked to him earlier in the day when he kept telling me no, right? <laughs> it right. was the same guy, right? So he's getting excited. He's like, I can get you. Into Miami, from Miami into DFW and then DFW to Seattle and you'll be home before, before 1 p.m. Like, right. I'm like, what? That, that's ridiculous. And I go, well, I gotta be at the airport. That's in two hours and it's a half an hour away. Do you think I can make it? He's like, you better go now. So I'm packing. He's finishing the paperwork while I'm like shoving stuff. I call up Donovan, my coworker. I'm like, meet me downstairs. We're getting a taxi. Right. And then I go to the taxi driver. I'm like, we got to be there. And then it's one of those opportunities that you know what's about to happen. Right. We're rushing. The driver's all crazy. We get to the airport and the flight delayed by like 45 minutes anyway. So it didn't really matter.
0: Right. (laughs) Classic. That's
1: the
0: best. You get <laughs> so there. So you, be, you beat the system, and then in the end, the system beats you.
1: Exactly. So it, it was great. So, I fly, to, so I, I fly in this first class, and this is great. They give you like, have you flown first class or business class in the laydown beds international ever?
0: No, I have not. I have not. Oh, my God. You not, got to hashtag that pleasure. treat yourself
1: sometime. Yeah. Um, chess.com, not at that level. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> We're not, you know, Chess.com is not quite at the mi- Microsoft expense budget level yet you know um, but but
1: it's getting there it's, it's getting, getting there. there with these with servers like yours they're getting right there.
0: servers like ours and you know support and and a team that gets to the bottom of things real quickly not an hour late. <laughs> <laughs> Not an hour. Late. Oh, yeah. LOL. Continue.
1: So, so I get in, I get in and I am, here's, here's me. I am like a kid in a candy store, but it's my first candy store ever. And I've just found out what candy is. And I just put the first piece in my mouth.
0: Right, right.
1: And I'm that person on the plane that is taking photos uh-huh. Of everything that's happening in first, <laughs> are,
0: are you that guy who's like leaning up and down in the chair? You're pressing on all the different points in the chair, like you're testing yes. out the, how the armrest feels on your arm. Yes. Right. Yes, um, <laughs> You're I was like
1: champagne champagne, yes, selfie with champagne, yes, am I snapchatting videos of everything that's happening they give you a little kit which has like um toothbrush am I am I snapchatting every little thing that's inside of that bag? am I putting up and down the seat ridiculously even before we take off? you know I am I had Dude. To do
0: it. <laughs> I love it well and, so I did and did you great. catch any good movies on the plane so that's the only thing um, I think of is movies on a plane. I don't know why, probably because I That's like the level of understanding I'm at. You're at the next level of understanding in regards to what expense accounts can bring you. I'm like, did they have even like a built in TV thing in the back of the chair like what was the movie so it, selection?
1: So it was really good. This is American Airlines, which is like the worst airline but like really good first class, I guess. Yeah. And
0: that that's that's they, literally how I would describe them by the way. They are the worst yeah. airline but they have really good first class.
1: Exactly. And that's what it is. It's it's very true. Like the worst and then everyone was really nice and so there is a 20-inch Android tablet built in to the back of the the seat in front of you. 20 inches? 20 inches. It's what? a full monitor in front of your... Is, yeah, it's that's, crazy. That's,
0: that's bigger than the monitor I'm looking at right now as my team goes nuts about what caused this server crash.
1: Yeah, it, it's crazy. And then they have like a little... They have like a little, um, um, little tablet. It's like a tablet phone that's in the armrest that's also a touch screen. So you could... Be watching a movie and then browse for other movies on the actual handheld unit and then hit play on the handheld unit. And then you don't even have to stop watching the movie to find your next movie.
0: Okay, well, we gotta get, let's change the subject. Okay, okay ask so, me what here, here's I what saw. happens.
1: <laughs> all right, okay, okay, so we'll get to the movies, but here's what happens. Today. So <laughs> I'm texting Heather and it's all different time zones, right? Everything is off. And I'm like, I'm gonna be there at 1 p.m. So I get to Miami and there's a flight to DFW like nonstop like all the time. So I'm like, what if I can run as fast as humanly possible through customs and then I'll run through security. And by run, I mean, be stopped every little bit of the way because I have to wait in lines. But what if I can get on an earlier flight? And I do, Danny, I get onto the earlier flight. So I am I am texting, now I'm texting Heather and it's literally one in the morning, she's asleep. I'm like, I'm gonna now be there at 11 a.m. So it went from like 1 p.m. on Sunday to 11 a.m. And she woke up and she was like, I think she was happy, but then completely destroyed her entire weekend because nothing was planned. And and she and then I and I showed up and I was like, here I am. And that's my story of how I got home.
0: I don't know what you did. You know, I don't know what kind of good good flight karma you earned, but, uh, you, you just cashed in like all of that good flight karma, buddy. I mean, that is, and I don't even want to jinx it cause I want you to have more good flight karma. That's not like one of those friends who's like, like, yeah, good for you. Right. And like people that are like not real friends cause they resent good things happening to other people. Those aren't good people, but, yeah, really? um, no, I mean, but no, seriously, that's awesome. But I mean, that was just like, things kept getting better and better in your story, which was the anti chess.com server crash story. <laughs> it did. Um, but yeah. both somehow I, had happy endings, mm-hmm. so.
1: It did. And I did watch a lot of movies. Okay. I watched, um, oh, what was that one with um, Ghost in the Shell, which was kind of whatever. Um, I watched The House, Will Ferrell, and um, Amy Poehler. Do you know about this okay. movie at all? Yeah, it's like you a know? movie
0: where they create like a casino or something. I I haven't seen it, but I know of Hearsay 2-4. Uh, it has...
1: It has terrible ratings, and I loved it. I thought yeah. it was, ama- <laughs> it Sometimes was
0: amazing. Sometimes those are the best movies. It like has absolutely horrible ratings, and you watch it, and you're like, "No, that's that was that was perfect." Uh, that was,
1: that was ex- it's what I needed on a fourteen-hour It's 14 what you needed flight. at
0: that time, right? Completely. Yeah. I I felt that way about what movie that is really a terrible movie. I think it was the Nice Guys with Russell Crowe and and Ryan oh, yeah. Gosling. Yeah. It was. I thought it was pretty good. At least at the time, it just hit the spot. Like, whatever was going on with me, when he, like, punches the glass and, like, cuts himself and almost dies because he bleeds to death, like, I don't know why, like, something about it. I'm, like, bursting out loud laughing on the plane, and people are looking at me. I'm like, this is not a good movie, but I'm just enjoying the bejesus out of it. So, speaking of movies that may not have been that good, but I did enjoy it, so I took the boys to see Thor Ragnarok. Oh, follow-up, follow-up follow from last up. week's episode. Um, so wah, wah, as wah, wah, wah. We've established Marvel owns Danny yes along all with the money. most parents in our generation um so it was you know it was given all these ratings like the most highly rated like marvel movie ever and i think that had me a little bit too much expecting it to not be what it was i mean it was a massive thrill ride you know where you're you're on the edge of your seat from the from the word go um and and it just continues to be absolutely crazy uh without revealing any of the ending i'll say that there was a part of me that like like wasn't super thrilled with like the overall plot. Um, reminded me a little bit of like the second Guardians of the Galaxy. Like they mm. were they were trying to like tie up loose ends in some different stuff and and so that kind of yeah. rubbed me a little bit. Like, eh. Um, but overall I had good humor. You know, that's my that's my loose Marvel um summary there i had think, i think um you know the boys really enjoyed it. It, it with kids you know what i love about kids that age is every movie they see is the greatest movie they've ever seen in their life every movie they see is the best marvel movie ever they come out that was the best uh, dude that was better than uh you know, Avengers, that was better than this, that was better than that. And it's also funny when you have your 11 and 8-year-old boy actually, like, getting along and agreeing and disagreeing with you because normally they just torture each other, right? But then they're like, I'm like, ah, oh, it was okay. They're like, what? Dad, like, you, why do you always say that after Marvel movies? I'm like, do I always say that? They're like, yeah, like it's like the it's like such a great superhero movie, and you're always like, whatever, like I don't understand, like they just don't like that, you know. But I'm glad that I created that moment of bond together to hate your father. You you're, you'll thank That's me later. That's the best moment, yeah. You know? Um, so anyway, that was what I did last weekend. In addition to, um, what is there even an addition? I don't know. I, I guess
1: I, you went trick or treating. Did we? Did we? You. That happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. We hit that up. We hit up that trick-or-treating spot. Uh, You you talked about being a kid in the candy store who's never had candy and comes to realize what candy is in, like, the same, like, you know, within the same few minutes. That was literally what happened to Talia on Halloween. And Mm. and what was funny is at first she was super into it, but it was just the collection of the candy. Because she's, you know, she's, like, 18 months. Like, she's, like, she's just toddling up there being adorable (laughs) as heck, right? I mean, she's got her Supergirl outfit on. It's, you know, it's just. The best, and and she's she's into the gathering. Everyone's gathering things, and she's gathering it too. And yet, yeah, sure, she tries to open it. Sure, she she gives it her old, you know, she gives gives it one for the Gipper, but she doesn't really care about opening it because she doesn't know that it's like crack heroin in there, right? I mean, <laughs> she, she doesn't even know what's inside, you know, and so she. She she is fine with just kind of going for a while. Then at some point something happens, even though we forbade forbade. That's a word, right? Forbode, Forbade. For
1: for foreboded.
0: We forbo- we forbade it. We forbided. Forbade. Forbidden. So we, we we forbidden uh <laughs> I'm gonna butcher every plot. For, forbidden forbid, yeah.
1: Forbidden. We forbidden
0: her siblings from opening candy for her, but somehow, some way oh, okay. she gets a taste of what's going on. It, this is literally her it. first candy. And the night changed from there. Right. You could see she just slowly morphed into this like a werewolf with fangs and it ends with her, candy. you know, full on belly on the ground, you know, screaming and, and crying because like we've gotten rid of her candy because she's trying to attack Hazel and the other kids for their candy. And, you know,
1: <laughs> it, it just become, it becomes Marvel one of movie. those.
0: Yeah, (laughs) so so that was my Halloween, but it was good. You know, that's one more, one more down, and hopefully never again will I go through a child first learning what Halloween is. I mean, like I said, I, I, uh, we are we are done with that time in our life where new children will be entering via our. I mean, let's not go down that road. This is where Danny takes that dark turn, Motz, and you stop him before he starts saying things that are bad. Yeah, stop that.
1: Well, let me (laughs) as we as we continue the trend of um kid in a candy store. When I came home, I do this thing when I travel. Danny is. I like to order stuff on on Amazon. I don't know if you've heard of Amazon.com. Mm.
0: Um, I heard you tell, say forth with.
1: You, you can go on there and you can buy stuff and then they ship it to you real fast. So fast that when you're traveling, you will just stack and acquire boxes of goods. And so I got home and I had about 10 packages on my desk. I had no. I didn't even know what I ordered. I have just no idea, right? I have like, all this. This, stuff. this is
0: where just, Heather's going crazy, right? Because she's you know. <laughs> throughout these... the week,
1: she goes. You got another package. Got another package. And then I went to go down to the office because I had more packages. I had five more packages at our front office. I had more packages than days I was gone.
0: Oh my god, that is That's not okay. You know, I, I don't know if now's the time, but I'm glad you showed up. Let me uh let me bust out let me bust out my letter here. And, uh, it's time for us to read. Hi, Mots. The way you hurt me by your addiction to Amazon is this. It, it might be intervention time, buddy. I mean, seriously, like, what did you order? I mean, can you get, don't, don't tell me the whole thing, but give me a few items you ordered to justify yourself right now. I feel like, I feel like you owe that to all of us.
1: So this was a, it was a combination of Amazon goods with Best Buy goods, with eBay, with Kickstarter, with long pre-orders. They all kind of, (laughs) they all emerged at this point in time. So I have... Okay.
0: So it was a perfect packaging storm.
1: It was a perfect packaging storm. Yeah. I I decided that I wanted an old GameCube for some reason. So I ordered all these, these GameCube accessories (laughs) for some reason. And then I wanted a new phone. So now I have two new phones. And now I'm like reviewing the phones. I got the Kickstarter of a brand new Fellow. Uh, you know how you have the Fellow kettle?
0: Yeah, yeah. So tell me about that. Your Fellow has arrived.
1: So my new Fellow has arrived, the deluxe Fellow that I Kickstarted, which is how I got you yours, how I found out about it originally. What else did I get? Um, I, I don't even know. Like I just, it just all just get, like, I like, go, I got some video games. There was, there was this, Mar- there's a new Mario game. oh yeah best buy yeah super mario odyssey for the switch it's phenomenal so i haven't played it yet but i hear it's phenomenal and i love it at best buy they they sent me the game and then another package they sent me like the pre-order gift which was like a coin like a mario coin but like it came in two packages right i love it but um but the highlight was definitely this new um fellow um S, K, G, stag, whatever the kettle is, right? But this is the electric kettle. So your kettle, you have to put on the stove. That is correct?
0: Yeah, Yeah, I get that old gas-burning stove. I see the flame. I'll just say you that. See
1: the flame. You are wilderness right. adventure. I have made man. fire.
0: Like every time I do that thing, I start the stove and it goes click, 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 click. Every time I scream, <laughs> I have made fire. It's weird in my house. It just gets really <laughs> everyone thinks I'm crazy. But. That's awesome though. Um so so it'd be awesome if I actually did that. I- I'm assuming that you do. <laughs> I'm sure so, when I do it too, by the way. I'm always sure and I always scream, I have made fire.
1: I have made fire. Um so i i got this sk this this kettle i'll link to the Kickstarter in the show notes of course and what's cool is that it's an electric kettle and it's the same exact kettle that you have but it has like a dock like it has a dock like where you would charge it and it has a little Lcd screen and you can just say i want it to be 200 degrees and i want you to hold 200 degrees for 60 minutes go and it's crazy fast like it's some crazy electrical magic But it'll take that kettle. It'll heat it up in like under two minutes. It's like, I'm ready. Make some coffee. Right. Right. Um, But the rest of it is the same. So the weighted of it. So now I get to experience what Danny has been experiencing for the last few months with his kettle. It's It's nice. That's a nice kettle. Yeah. She's
0: she's a girl. She's I love her. She's she's a she's a girlfriend. She's my my uh, my favorite new companion. So,
1: yeah. I love it. I'm going to link um, to this fellow thingy. It's going to be a holiday gift for many of people. So
0: many of people. So I many have to, and I, I hate to do this, but this show is Coffee House Blunders. And uh, we talk about coffee. We, call, we talk about blundering in life and on the chessboard. We talk about everything we talk about as we make you and I make our blunders and wander about the wilderness that is planet earth. I, we, we give such great positive reviews. I have to give a slight negative review. And Uh-oh. only because we have to keep the integrity and the honesty of our reviews and our shows. Yep. Right. I mean, you're with me on that. I'm, so I'm with you. The December coffee dripper, which okay. I am now using every I, every day, loves it the most. And obviously, this was another great Kickstarter gift that came to me from you. Wonderful gift. Mm-hmm. It now that I've used it enough times, when I when I use the dongle the dongle dealio um, and kind of like I twist it so that it's kind of at zero and close to one when I'm doing my first Mm -hmm. initial pour over and I want that baby to bloom. Have you used the December as much as I have since you've gotten it for me?
1: So I don't use it every day, but I used it today actually to make a, a coffee. I might use it right after this podcast.
0: Okay. So it's yeah. it's great, but when now that I've used it a few times and I set it to close to like one zero, it like it starts to have like fill out. It like it pushes mm-hmm. out coffee right there at the nozzle where it's dripping down. Right. And, and there's something going on there. I got to figure it out. I think there's like small little cracks there designed to like kind of like slowly drip. But if the, but if the liquid comes down too fast, it starts to like spill out onto the flat part that's sitting on the, on the mug. You, you got the visual of what I'm saying, right?
1: Oh yeah, no, I've I've experienced this. You're not okay. you're not alone.
0: So is this and, is this uh, is this a me problem? We can turn this on, Danny, anytime we need to, and let's you know let's get real critical. And maybe my critical review isn't deserved, but it feels like I don't know. It feels like it should like either just kind of sit, and I should know that it's overflowing because it's overflowing at the top, and I'm like, oh, I, that's how I know not to pour more. I feel like that shouldn't happen. Thoughts? Correct. So
1: it sh- it shouldn't happen, and this is a great follow up for not only the review that I did. But also because we both use the December coffee dripper. And I do, I do recommend it to people. Now, the December coffee dripper creator, Nicholas Chow. Cho. Chow. Nicholas Chow,
0: Cho. Nicholas Chow. Is there Cho. a W on the end?
1: No. C-H-O. Oh. Cho. Cho. Um, Nicholas Cho. <laughs> Sorry, he, was... he he he's emailed a few times and I and I failed to bring this your way. Now I will say how I get started is I usually put it at zero and I just put a little bit of water in there, just enough to soak up the, the, the beans right now. I don't overflow it very much just a little bit. And then I put it on one or two, and then I haven't had this problem. But if I put too much water in kind of the weight just kind of can, can just soak out a little bit, right? It's not like it's overflowing and going everywhere, but it can definitely come out. So what they've realized is that there's some heat, dispersion ratio thing in the material they used. So they're going to be sending everybody a replacement rubber gasket that for the internal so there is no drippage. Oh, so I'm going to get a new one too? Time. Yeah, you're going to get a new one too. I You'll mean, get a, a, a new one
0: because it. of you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, okay, wow. Well, there you go. Look yeah. at me. I'm so glad I brought, you know, that felt like an elephant in the room, okay? Mm-hmm. And I was real nervous. But it tells you why, you know, the truth shall set you free, why you should always have the courage to say how you feel, even if you're worried a little bit about how it's going to be taken. I was worried that that might be bad, but there we go. So look at that.
1: Yeah, they actually stopped. They stopped delivery because we were early. We were one of the first people in the world to get them. And um, they actually stopped fulfillment of all the orders until they had this replacement piece. And they're expecting expecting early December, no pun intended there.
0: Okay, look at that. Look at that. Early December. There was a pun. Yeah. For those of you who um, didn't realize that the the it's called the December coffee dripper. Okay. I digress. But yeah.
1: Now, okay. now let's go to a review. Danny, we like to listen to our listeners and, and hear do from like our, to listeners, listen to our listeners. And we love critical reviews, groundbreaking, tell, put us in our place reviews.
0: I love it. Bring it on. I haven't read this review, so I want you to read it. It's actually not in our show notes doc. So hit me.
1: It's not. So Jess and Ryan, I assume two people, or that's one interesting name. Maybe his name name is Jeff Ryan. Jeff Ryan. Jeff
0: Ryan sounds like a politician's name though. So let's say for argument that he's not a politician and it's two different people.
1: Could be two different people. (laughs) The the, The name of this review, so I love reviews. You can go to Apple Podcasts, leave reviews. We get notified. We get real excited when we get these. It's called I want to be friends with these guys.
0: Oh, wait. Here we go.
1: (laughs) It says, uh, Jess and Ryan say, perfect podcast for my commute. Everything they decide to talk about is gold. Two very cool and genuine guys. I began listening as a fan of chess and Danny's work on chess.com, but literally every topic is delightful. Chess, coffee, tech, movies, board games, raising kids. Thank you for doing this and please continue for a long time love it. exclamation point so thanks Jess and Ryan for that awesome review yeah
0: i uh well i'm speechless and thankful and uh i think we are i think we are you know i mean i uh, i i i think we're having a good time and i hope that i hope that people enjoy the show sometimes i feel like why are you, what is this podcast about again and maybe that's a good sign but Um, I don't think we're afraid to touch on real earth shattering issues like our coffee dripper slightly spilling over over our mug. Um, That's right. You know, and I'm obviously not afraid to throw any one of my kids under the bus if I think it might bring a laugh to a yet a single listener like i don't even need to be told hey this is going to get a laugh with the majority of your audience danny you're going to get a single laugh from that one dude who just in this day is resenting his wife and kids go ahead and make that really offensive joke you do it buddy that that's kind of the way i operate and so uh anyway well anyway thank you for the feedback jeff and ryan um and thank god you're two people not not a politician named jeff ryan (laughs) although if you are uh whatever Move on. Let us moving know. on.
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, it. My 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 favorite. This is episode thirty. We
0: did a big three zero on the board. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, that's great. Look at that. We've come so far. What are we gonna get each other for our anniversary of episodes? At fifty two weeks, we got to do something special, and it can be mm-hmm. a a verbal gift of. Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> Every time I talk about this podcast afterwards with my wife, she always like kind of rolls her eyes. Like I'm glad you and Mott just like like each other so much. I'm like we kind of do. I mean, thanks for we do. being that yeah. friend who I just said on the podcast says says things that you can tell you really aren't happy for me. So, you know.
1: I'm happy for everything in your life, in my life, and in our life together, Danny. Yeah. And um, I love it. This is it. My, I my know, wife this just been, celebrated
0: her birthday, yeah. by the way. She's two years wow. older than me, in case you didn't. I think you knew that. Yeah, she's an older Did lady. Did not know that. Yeah, she's an older a, lady.
1: Look she's at you. an older
0: lady. Look at you go. Look two at years, years old. <laughs> Look
1: at you go. Look at you go. <laughs> yep um it it was it was it was
0: more awkward when i was 15 and she was 17 you know uh Mm. but no i'm kidding that didn't happen everybody calm down put away your pens of and pencils of i just i just got offended um
1: and on that note i think we'll i think that's a wrap for episode 30 right there well, you know, this has been lovely. People can follow us on blunders.fm. You can email us. We love some email. You can challenge me on chess.com. James Montemagno is my name. I'm getting a lot of challenges. So if I, I don't accept right away. The
0: guy. I love how you've become the guy who provides the CTA, the call to action to go create a game on chess.com. Like I literally can't wait to get away from chess.com for us to have this 1 hour a week together and you're like, "Hey everybody, come play chess with me." I love
1: it. Come play chess with me. Come beat me. on chess cuz I'm pretty not great, but you can do it. Um yeah, it's, it's super good. We're having a we're having a fun time. People are destroying me. It's it's good fun. Um so
0: yes, do that. Good I think talk. that's we'll, it, Danny. We'll, we'll, we'll work on it, buddy. We'll work on it, buddy. Yeah. I love Well, love you. I hope uh hope this podcast stayed as off track as all the rest all the rest of them ever have. 30 is in the books. You and I, my friend. Here's to another 30. All right, buddy. See you. Bye bye.